Shalomai from Rabbi Sai. Although this um, parasha is parasha Dvarim, which we usually talk about the parasha, being that we're, hoping, we're holding a few days before <coughs> the day of Tisha B'Av, which we hope, Be'ezus Hashem, will be a Yom Tif. Um, in the meantime, it probably would be appropriate to share a few words of Hisayus uh, <coughs> before the day of Tisha B'Av. Chazal, in a number of places in the Gemaras, speak about the reason for Chorban Mesamikdash and the things that happened prior to the Chorban. You know, one of the places in Chazal where there are a number of Gemaras that talk about this is in the fifth parak of Gittin, parak HaNezokin. From that Nunzayin, the Gemara brings the following story. The Gemara says, Atanagarlev Atanagolta Chorv Tur Malka. It was a big area, a big city called Tormak Haramelech, a big mountain where there were many, many Jews that lived. And in this city, because of a male chicken and a female chicken, that that uh, town, that city, that mountain was destroyed. What's the story? The minute, the custom in that in that area was that when they would have a chasana, a chasana cow would come out, <coughs> they would take out a male and female chicken, kalayma as if to symbolize puravu katanagarlam, that you should have children, the mechanics of puravu, like chickens multiply. It's like a skula, that they should be able to have children. Yumachad, one day, have a kachalif gunda dramai. There came a number of soldiers from the Roman army and they saw these chickens being taken out and I guess they were hungry. Shaklinu minayu. They took them away from them. So the Jewish people that were there were very upset about it. They wanted to teach them a lesson. Mar says, Naflu alayu machinu. They taught them a lesson. They took they taught them what happens to somebody that takes the chickens, they hit them and they they uh they, they took care of them. Asu Amula the Kesa, they came back to the Kesa of the, <coughs> the Roman Emperor and they said to him, Mardubach Yehudai, the Jews rebelled against you. So when the Kesa heard that, he said, Oh yeah, Asu Alayu, he came up against them to, to wipe them out. There was a Jew who was a very big warrior, very big gibor, very powerful. Whose name was Bar Deraima. So he came out to fight for the Jews. He was able to jump the distance of a mill, and while he was doing that with his sword, be able to kill our people left and right. So he was very powerful, and he was wiping them out. When the Kaiser saw what was happening, that this Bar Deraima was coming out against them, so he got nervous. Shakle Kaiser the Tage, so the Kaiser took his crown, and he put it down. On the ground, Amr and he started to call out to Shemayim. He said, Makule, the master of the entire world. if Listen, I see that I'm on my way to be wiped out over here. The Jews are overpowering, but let me tell you, you know, if you if you, if I have to be wiped out, I'm the Kaiser. And it's just disgraceful for me that myself and together with my whole army should be wiped out just by one person alone, by this Bar Deraima who's coming here. 
you know, have a chmanus on me that is, she'll at least be in a way that's going to be respectful. Don't do it in a way that I'm going to be disgraced. That was his prayer to Shemayim. Actually, Puma the Badrema. Badrema also said something, but he made a mistake when he said, rather being punched. He quoted the Pasuk in Tehillim. The Pasuk in Tehillim says, Aren't you the God that forsook us? And the God's not going to go out to fight for us. Now, the Roman meant to say over here, aren't you the one that forsook us? You know, don't, don't bother coming out for us. We'll, I'll manage. We'll take care of it ourselves. You know, we don't need you. You know, uh, don't call us. We'll call you. You know, we don't need you right now. We, we'll manage on our own. You know, we, we'll, thank you for not being there when we needed you. Now we're on our own. So the time on the Roman. But the Lugwai says, okay, you can have a Taina on Baraima, but why about David Amalek? David Amalek, David Nami Amalek. David Amalek also said this. He says, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. When David said it, David, Atmui Kamitama. David was asking Hashem, Hashem, you forsook us once, but aren't you going to be there to fight for us? Please come help us. There was, a, there was David Amalek crying out to Hashem for help. Whereas Baraima used that process to say, we don't need you. So Baraymah was punished. Baraymah was punished. All the Beis HaKisei, he went into the to the Beis HaKisei, also the Rekina, Shamte, L'Katashe, V'noch Nafshe. And the snake came out and bit him and killed him. Now when, Bar, when the case I saw what happened to Baraymah, he said like this, Amar Hayo V'Sachashli Nisa, since I was graced with this miracle over here that I was saved, I was in this time, this time is V'Kidu. I'm going to leave the Jews alone. I'm not going to do anything now. I'm going to go actually go and wipe them out. But once I was saved by the God like this, so I'm, I'm going to leave them alone. Chef Kidu, he left them alone, but also he started to go. They started to eat and drink and party, and they lit up candles and fires and torches that there was so much light that even in the middle of the night, that somebody who had on their ring a, or some type of a sura, some type of a form, right? He was able to see clearly that form on his on his ring, even though it was in the middle of the night. And that's how bright the light was from these parties. So the case I saw how the Jews were reacting, the fact that he left them alone, that he didn't start, that he didn't fight with them. Um, he said, "Mechtachadu biyudai." Is it the Jews are making fun of me? They're like making fun of me now. They're laughing at me. Hadu asolai. I'm going to come back and, and I'm going to I'm going to get them. Amravasi Tlas Mea Alfi Shlife Saifa Ailulutur Malka. There were three hundred thousand swords that uh, so, soldiers with, with outstretched swords that came out against this place Haramelach. The Kasuba Tlasa Yaimi the Tlasa Lavasa and they were killing our people for three days and three nights. Well the Hachis on the other side of the mountain, Hiludli the Khimgi, there was still partying going on. Nobody knew what was going on with each other. There were just two different two different situations. One side there was killing left and right, and thousands of people were being killed, and the other side was partying. Now, in Telstone on on Tishabov, we usually have Rav Shlomo Levenstein, the one who put out the series of Matayka Or. Many of you probably have seen it. He usually comes to Telstone and speaks for us on Tishabov. Um, and you know, he talks about these ideas in his safer. 
But he comes to explain what's the message that Chazal is trying to tell us. Now we know that in any door that the Beis HaMikdash wasn't rebuilt on the scale of the Echav, it's as if it was destroyed in that generation. That means that we're not worthy for the Beis HaMikdash for being, for being able to be rebuilt. And therefore, that's something which we have to think about. Because we have, we, we, on some level, because it's not rebuilt, it's being Nechav in our generation. So when we look at the Chazals, we have to be able to see if there's something there that we can learn from the Chazals to take to bring back home to ourselves to see if there's something that we need to work on as well in order to be able to bring the scripts for that base of to be able to be built. So he points out two lessons that we can wind up learning from this Chazal, even though there probably are many others. One of the things which he points out like this. Now we know that the base of Mikdash was the most powerful place for Hashras Hashchina in the world. When the Esamitish was there, there was Kapara, there was atonement, there was <coughs> there was an extra level of Siat Dishmaya when Kaisol would have to fight and Kaisol would have to go out and there was an extra level of protection because we had the Ashras Hashchina inside the world. <coughs> the Kayak of the Umutumim, the Kayak of the Kain Gadol, there was a tremendous, tremendous amount of the Surah Ashkina, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's, the, uh, the awareness of Klai Yisrael of that, the, of that connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Once the base of Mitzvah was destroyed, that was that was uh, that was tampered with. Now, <clears throat> what he points out is, it's an interesting thing. What happened over a chicken, a male chicken and a female chicken at a chasana? Captain Benson, the case. There was a chasana going on. Chasana came over there, and they took out a two chickens there to symbolize the idea of you should have children and all of a sudden the Roman soldiers come and take it away and everybody goes out and starts to fight with their full kaisas as if the biggest crime was committed that these chickens were taken away let's think about it for a second we're in the middle of a gullet right now the Romans seem to be very very powerful and the pending um, there's a pending destruction of kaisal happening right now with the base of Mikdash and and now when the Romans come out and they take action here and take it away, we would have thought that they would have said, okay, it's not worth starting up with them because it's just two chickens. And yet they went ahead and they went all out over those two chickens and that led to a tremendous sakata. They came out, we came out after them to come to destroy them. We had this uh, whole story that happened. What's the shot in that? He explains, <clears throat> sometimes... You know, Kaiyusol is very big <coughs> to school us. All different types of school us and all different types of mystical things that we do. That if I do this and this, and this will happen. If I do this and this, this will come. Now, those things do have kaiyus of school us. We're not going to take away from that. They, they come from very big daily Israel, from the Kubalim, things that come. But sometimes people live their lives with school us. They can sometimes manipulate the Torah, they could even sometimes manipulate HaKadosh Baruch Hu by doing a skula. But they necessarily won't be keeping Torah every year, Shemaya, and, and be Shemaya Torah Mitzvah necessarily, but if I do this and this, then I'm then I'm good. Now, nobody's coming to measure anybody and to take away from anybody, a person has to think through. The skula is a skula, but the place, the address that we need to come to with everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that if, if at that point, the uh, the people in that city of Haramelech, in that in that town, the, the mountain of Haramelech, went all out after that thing. That means that they realized the power of these, this couple to be able to have children 
with only with these chickens. And if you don't have the chickens, you're taking away the power of the people to have children. That's eliminating, realizing there's a shechina here, there's a banish that we dive into, and that's where it comes from. The chickens might be a schooler for that, but the address is not the chickens. The, the, the fact that they went ahead and they made such an all-out fight and war about that, that was on some level not identifying that there's a shechina. You know, the the uh, they bring the story that the Briskara was once by a Hasana. And and at the Hasana the Hasan was about to put the ring on the Kala's finger and then his something he fumbled a little bit and the ring fell down on the floor and everyone started going, Oh no, it's not a good simon, why did it fall on the floor? Maybe there's gonna be Sean bias issues, maybe Hasan someone's gonna fall. What is it symbolizing what it's doing? Why did the ring fall on the floor? And everyone started getting nervous. So Briskarev was there, and he says, I'll tell you exactly what it's symbolizing. There's a Shara Tzavah Mitzlachat, that every single couple is supposed to get married. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being Megal, says right now that the Shara Tzavah Mitzlachat didn't come yet. It's not here yet. And therefore the ring fell on the floor until to give the moment that that's going to be the time that's going to be the Shara Tzavah Mitzlachat. And what the Briskarev did was, is that he took what everybody was just, translating as omens and, and mystical symbols, right, to show them that there's such a, such a thing called Ashkacha Pratis, the Shekhinah being living in our lives. Now, I remember with myself, a personal story, over 20 years ago, I once had a number of things that were going on in my house, things which were a little bit challenging. At one point, you know, I went to my Rebbe and I asked him, you know, do you think I should check the mezuzahs because, you know, different things are going on? So I remember he said, well, it depends. If, let's say, you're going to find the mezuzah, it's the problem of the mezuzah, and you're going to say, okay, now that's the whole reason why it was there, and you're going to go on further, don't check the mezuzahs. Why? Because the Gemara in Brachas, which talks about a person going through <coughs> different types of affliction, a person going through Yisurim, going through difficulties, the Gemara in Brachas doesn't say, Habal of Yisurim, Yivdek Mezuzah, should check in the mezuzahs. The Gemara, in, the Gemara says over there, Habal of Yisurim, he fasts the mice, so he has to check his actions. So if you're going to credit the fact that you're having difficulties on the fact that your mezuzah is not good, then you're not you're missing the point. Now the reason why things happen is because we have to we have to figure out that something is tickled inside the house. Now now when there's a problem with the mezuzah or other things that are there, that can be something that can let the fact that there's a, that there's something improper being done be a kayak that's that's uh, that's you know, that, that, that's letting, that, that, to make things more challenging. But the person has to understand that the address that we have to be turning to is the Shechina, our actions are nice to be going there. So that's lesson number one. Especially if we want the Mikdash to be rebuilt, we have to identify and realize the address that we have to be connected to is the Shechina Takarish Baruch. And that's really, when we come to, when we say that the first place the Mikdash was destroyed, right? So we know that the first place of Mikdash was destroyed because of the Gilam of Eretz Hamurat, of Agzargi, Rice, and Shvikas Damas. Those things are more connected to Ben Adam and That we offended HaKadosh Baruch, we offended by, by, doing, by doing the, those three of Eretz, that's something which was, which was, which was offending Ben Adam and But we know that the second place of Mikdash was destroyed because of Senasino. Where there was not a connection between everybody and Klai Yisrael together, and we weren't respecting each other properly, and we were coming to Sinasina. So, how does that connect to this Chazal as well? So, he points out that when you look at the story over here, we're talking about that there was a tragic situation that was going on 
on one side of a mountain, there was 300,000 soldiers that were going out with swords and killing out people, and on the other side, there could be a party going on. And even if they didn't hear what was going on from one to the other, but, but the fact that they didn't even hear, that they weren't able to be tuned into what's going on on the other side, that's a concern in itself. We're one nation. We're all together. And when people have a sorrow, people have a challenge, and things going on in their life, we have to be there for each other. I remember one time, a, a friend of mine was telling me that somebody who he had a connection with, right, went to a, a lost a relative, and the person was very down, very depressed, having a hard time. So I asked him, maybe you should go, go talk to me, him. So the answer to me was, I can't help him. What can I do? This is, this is what it is. So I told him, you're right. You can't bring the person back to life. But you can you can you can be there for him 100% by just letting him know that you feel his pain, that you're empathizing with him, that you're that you're reaching out to him. That's what that's what we're trying. That, that way you're giving to him. You know, who knows how much you're giving to him? The fact that he feels that he's not just alone in the situation. That's Klal Yisrael. We're one unit together. We're Klal Yisrael. We're all together. And when we live together, we care for each other. We're and they're there for each other. That's showing us that we're identifying the Shekhin as well, because So if we work on these two ideas, the idea of working on identifying the Shekhin, the Ben Adam and we work on the Ben Adam the sin of the things that sometimes we get caught up in our own little world, and our own little things, then that's going to be the opportunity for us to be able to build those, put those, those stones in to build that base of Mikdash. And with Hashem, we should all be zeichah that we should have the kayak to be able to rebuild the Beit HaMikdash. And with that, be zeichah to the Gula Shleima and bring Nachas to Kodesh Baruch and to the whole Kai Yisrael. Amen. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and Kol Tov.